Welcome to the Get With It podcast. I will be your host, Elizabeth. This podcast will focus on the decline of women in technology and how our grassroots organization works with the community to foster relationships and reducing the gap of women in tech. We will be talking with both men and women on how to continue to move the needle forward on those relationships. For more information, please check us out at getwitit.org. All right. Welcome to another edition of Get With It Podcast. Um, today, well, today we, it could get a little wild. <laughs> Could get a little I'm, wild. I'm known for my wildness. I yeah. know. You might have to call Jim. <laughs> all right. I will screw up the last name. You will? After all this I know, time. I know. Right? <laughs> um, Salmons. Correct. See? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Good for me. Yep. I mess up more people's last names. It's like Simmons Kristen's with an easy. A. It's the Salmons that I. I always tell people it's like Simmons with an A. Oh, that's true. I guess so. Yeah. Otherwise, they want to spell it like the fish. They do. Salmon. It's, it's not the fish. It's not the fish. It's two M's. It's yeah. two, yes. Salmon's. Yep. All right. <laughs> all right, girl. Then t- we got to know. We got to know all about you. All about me. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's see. Back in 1978. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, what, where do I start? You know, I didn't... Um, you know, I know we're we're talking get with it, but um, I didn't start in IT. Um, yes, girl. Neither one of us. We got did. that in common. Yes. Yeah. I spent uh, 15 years in banking. So on the end user side of IT, if you will, um, started as a teller, um, kind of worked my way up, got into administration, um, started facilitating a lot of meetings that way. Um, got into supervising multiple people, um, again, with the meeting facilitation. And, you know, I got towards my late 30s and my daughter was graduating from high school. And I thought, you know, now's the time to make a change. If I'm going to make a change, now's the time to do it. And, you know, my, my lovely husband, who... Jim Salmons, major love Jim, major IT monster. That Jim, <laughs> I can say this because I know Jim, but he's 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 a nerd. Yeah. He's a, he's a geek. He's a geek. <laughs> we would geek out together. Yes, he's a total geek. Um, but yeah, he no he, offense, Jim. None, none. <laughs> <laughs> he had always tried to convince me to make the leap over into IT. Um, just because that's that's what he did. He saw a lot of um, potential in the things that I did every day to to do a lot more with those things. And I just, you know, that that self doubt creeps in mm-hmm. and that negative self talk. We like to call it imposter syndrome. Oh, every day, every day. even now, every day, oh, I, have I have a dose of imposter syndrome <laughs> every day. But but yeah, I, I have it doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he, he finally convinced me to make the leap and I decided, you know what, now now's as good a time as any. Daughter's getting ready to go off to college. Um, now's, she does go to the Ohio State she University. She does for another two months. And then she's going to graduate. At t- two months from today, she walks. So. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, May ex- 5th. Is that Mother's Day? 
I think it's, I think Mother's Day is the next weekend. Oh, okay. But it is Cinco de Mayo, so drinks will have to be had. (gasps) (laughs) You're right, May 5th. Oh, man. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, I made made the, the leap into IT. Um, I really wanted to be a scrum master, but I really felt like I needed to, you know, kind of get my feet wet in the IT world a little bit. Um, put my application in at lots of places. We were making a move from Illinois to Ohio. So I put my application in lots of places. Only one place called me back, and she said, when can you start? And I said, well. I was planning on coming out at the end of June. She's like, can you get here May 15th? Sure. Why not? And where was that? <laughs> that was Ohio Health. Um, Ohio Health. Yep. Uh, Katie Toops was my manager. She she made the leap of faith on me. And, you know, I've, I've not looked back since. So. There's always somebody. Yeah. Somebody always makes. It, Absolutely. It, it was Dan Greenleaf who did it for me. Yep. So. Yep. Katie gave me my first foray into IT and then um, worked at Ohio Health for a year on a project there and moved over to Cardinal Health, worked there as a project analyst for about a year. And then uh, again, really wanted to to get into Agile and being a scrum master because I really felt like that was where a lot of my skills and my strengths were lying was in that kind of facilitation and really not having the spotlight on myself, but helping to empower my teams to, you know, think differently and and come up with with new innovative solutions so you know um made the move over to Safelight Autoglass and they were really the they were the ones that really gave me a shot into being a scrum master no experience as a scrum master just had certifications um and a little bit of that that skill set and really just a passion to do it and that's what they were looking for more than anything. And I think that's what I hear more and more um, in the industry is we're looking for people with passion mm-hmm. and, and the want to, you know, we'll, you can always learn the how, but you've got to, the want right. to is the most important thing. So, I mean, Scrum Master is not the glorified <laughs> position <No>. um, <clears throat> that people may think it no. is. It's 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 not in the game of rugby either. To be honest, <laughs> I think they get beat on more than that, anybody else. Yeah, and that pretty much holds true in in you know our yes. world too. But you know, I think a lot of people. The the thing I always hear is, what does a scrum master do? And you know, there was even a talk at at Path to Agility last year about mm-hmm. what does a scrum master do all day. And it's it would take me too long to list all of the things that I do on a daily basis yes. and different from day to day to day, you know, depending on if it's in service to the team and service to my PO and service to my organization. It, it just, it runs the gamut and it changes day to day. And that, I think that's what I love the most about it is that no two days are ever the same ever, even though there's a, there's a cadence. They're never the same. They're never the same. Yeah. I would have to agree. But you're not at Safelight anymore. I am not. No. I've moved on to, and I don't know if I can say the name, so I'll just say a large financial institution here in Columbus. (laughs) (laughs) Have you not started yet? I have. Oh, you have. Yeah, I started a month ago. Um, They're going through an agile transformation as well. 
uh, much further along in it, um, which is good to see. But it's it's interesting to see they're scaling now. And that's really one of the, the things that I was looking for is to learn how to scale. Um, oh, you need your safe. Yeah, they're doing less there. Oh. So, yep, yep. So you got your different factions. You do. You've got your less. You've got your safe. Then it's you've all got the Scrum.org coming up with Nexus. And you, got, I, you know what? It's all the same, <laughs> just different wording. It is. It, it is. really it is. Yeah, it's just figuring out how to take that Scrum team mentality and multiply it out. Right. Um, By so. 50 to 125 teams. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the range. Yes. Well, at this at this organization, they've got a thousand across the globe, scrum teams. Damn. Yeah. They got so, they're big. Very. And yeah, it's it's very interesting. It's great to have a a really strong group of scrum masters to you know draw knowledge from and to bounce things off of. And but yeah. wouldn't you say that? Leadership has to be on board. Absolutely. If the leadership is not on board, you might as well be on a hamster wheel. Absolutely. Yeah. You cannot do it ground up. It has to be top, top down. down. Yeah. And maybe meet in the middle somewhere, but there definitely, there has to be buy-in from every level of the organization. And it starts with the top. Yeah. And that has, that, I think that messaging has to be consistent. Um, there can't be any wavering from it everybody's got to march to the same beat when it comes to a transformation because otherwise, you know, your, your transformation's never going to gain traction. Right. And that the trust. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And, and yeah, it, it goes to creating that safe environment that is so necessary in, in agile. And I think in any team environment, it's necessary to, to feel that psychological safety and to know that, okay, it's okay to experiment and to try mm -hmm. things and to fail. It's okay to fail. Um, and I think that that is one of the biggest things that a lot of organizations still need to grasp is, you know, it, it's, it's okay to try. We're not going to go 18 months out and fail we're gonna go that's called a water month <laughs> a month two maybe let's let's go two or three sprints and, and see. We'll see yeah exactly <laughs> let's let's save the moolah there and uh yeah figure out <laughs> if it's gonna work or not <laughs> i have come um so being scaled i just got my well not just um in november of 2018 i got my certification for my spc for Safe. For safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, I, here at Xpeed, it's more of a startup kind of. Mm -hmm. We're, you know, there's not very many of us. And um, I was talking to somebody that it's hard to find an organization like your situation because most people are just at the point where they're like, I don't even know. They walk around and say they're agile, mm -hmm. but because, and then you'll say, what makes you agile? And they'll go, cause we have stand up every day right. <laughs> and you learn that stand up's an hour long. Right. And it has nothing to do. Have you read the scrum guide? Exactly. <laughs> it's not even close. Right. Not right. even close. And you're like, yeah, that doesn't make you agile. Yeah. It's almost like, I think, um, I, I've, I kind of did some experimentation with my teams at Safe Light. And we did it very, very slowly. And, and now 
I'm of the opinion that if you're going to make a change, just rip the Band-Aid off mm-hmm. and let's go. So I, I am kind of of that mindset when it comes to organizational transformation that, hey, you know what? Let's just flip the switch and go. This, okay, yesterday we did it this way. Today we're going to do it this way. Yeah. And really a lot of that, I think a lot of the pre-work there is training. And I don't think that there is enough real professional training done before some of these places decide that they want to go agile. That's true. Um, It's really just, okay, I read a book or I went to a class and now I'm going to bring it back and take it to everybody. I don't think that works very well. I've seen that in practice and yeah, you get some of, some of the stuff, but not all of it. And if you're going to do scrum or if you're going to do Kanban or, or XP or whatever, whatever methodology you want to use, do it all the way. Because there's a reason that it's successful if you do it the way that it's prescribed. And, you know, everybody likes to talk about, oh, well, that's a rule. We can't break the rule. It's not a rule. I like to call them guidelines. Yes. They're, 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 I, I like to think of it like, um, I, don't, I don't know. When I was growing up, I grew up near St. Louis, Missouri, and we had six flags there. And when I was little, we would always go on the ride that had the old antique cars. Oh, yeah, yeah, That yeah. had the rail uh-huh. underneath. And so, you know, as, you, as a kid, you feel like, oh, hey, I'm driving. It keeps you from going way off the road. Yes, it keeps you. But track. but there you can vary a little bit. You can go all the way over this way. You can go all the way over yeah. that way. But you're not going to go like out into the parking lot. Correct. So I look at, you know, Scrum and any framework like that. It's a framework. It's flexible. Mm-hmm. But if you hold true to the guidelines that are in there, then I think you're going to see a lot more success than if you decide, oh, you know what? I don't think we need to do retrospective this time. I think we're okay. Or eh, we don't really need to do sprint review because, you know, our product owner sits with us. She sees what we do all the time. Um, I think, and those are, those are real life arguments that I've heard from teams and I've kind of let them get away with it a little bit. (laughs) But then I, we, we would skip a retro and then come to find out when we got to the next retro, they couldn't remember the things that they wanted to talk about from two sprints ago so i'm like this is why we do retro every time because you have things that you want to work on these continuous improvement items that you want to work on but you can't remember what they were because we didn't do retro so you know it's uh it's there they may seem constraining sometimes but there's a purpose behind them and i think it's always important just to remind teams and individuals of the why why are we doing it this way? Why do we need to do stand up every day? Why do we kind of need to let each other know what our attack plan is for the day? Um, it, it's very important in in a team environment and in an agile transformation, especially to get those basics down first and to be able to do those repetitively. You're going to have your hands full. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, scrum and, and you'll get as a as a scrum master in particular. You know, you're not responsible for anything. You're not accountable for any delivery. You're not. And that's that's where the I think the misnomer lies sometimes with people who think, oh, well, you're being a scrum master is easy. All you do is schedule meetings all day. Oh, no, (laughs) no, no, (laughs) no, because 
people want can to. Can I tell you, that's like, the, oh, yes. I'm like horrible at that too. Like that's like one of my worst What's things. that, scheduling meetings? Yeah, because I always forget somebody. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, damn, I forgot that. Or I'll schedule, I'll schedule a repetitive meeting, but the, the room that I want isn't always available. Yeah. So then I'll, I'll make myself a note that, oh, hey, remember this date, I need to schedule a room for this one, and I'll forget. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If that if that's okay. all I had to do all day long, uh, I'd be a champ. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't screw it up. I sure I I'm pretty sure I probably screwed up this invite to the podcast. No, no, no. Cheers. To I'm me. here. It's true. <laughs> Cheers to me. Cheers. Cheers to me. I don't think I put in the sweet number though, did I? You did not, but I knew that you worked at Xpeed, so... Oh, see. You know, I, oh, okay, there we go. Yes, I, I just Process put two and two together and said, oh, Xpeed. Okay. All right. If not, I was just going to call you and say, hey, where do you want me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm down here in the snow. Yeah. Where do you want me? See, that's what happens. So, yes. But no, it's been, it's been a, a fantastic transition. I really, really wish that I had done it sooner. Really wish I had made the move sooner. And I, I was thinking on the way over here... Um, kind of about my journey into technology. And I, I think if, if, I, if I was thinking about, you know, I, I listened to your podcast today talking about GirlCon. Oh, yeah. And I'm really excited about that. That is super exciting. <laughs> June 12th is yes. coming fast. Yes. But, you know, if, if I was giving advice to my 10 or 12-year-old self, you know, it would be no matter what happens to you, always stay true to you. Um, I think I got off track. I was a teen mom, um, very, very unexpectedly. And, you know, before that, I was, you know, type A personality. Oh, I'm going to be a business leader. I'm going to go be a lawyer and I'm going to do this and that. And um, I got really off track with becoming a teen mom because then all of that self-doubt kind of creeped mm-hmm. in and, and said, oh, well, you know, you you've kind of, you know, made your bed. Now you got to lie in it. You know, now you're, you're destined to just kind of hang around home and raise your kid and, and do all that. And, you know, now looking back, I wish that I had been able to give myself advice and saying, Hey, you know what? It doesn't matter. You can still, you know, go to college, go get your degree, go get a certification, go get a job and be just fine. But, you know, that was kind of where the beginning of my self-doubt kind of creeped mm-hmm. in. And it took a long time to kind of get those thoughts out of my head. Is Jim your mentor? Oh, my gosh, yes. See, yeah, so what, Jim and I. So you need a Jim. Uh, <laughs> you need a Jim back then. I will rent him out. <laughs> <laughs> that really sounded bad. It sounded great, actually. <laughs> but He's going to watch this and be like, oh, shit. <laughs> So I was, so Jim and I have been together for 20 years. Um, and when we got together, literally, he was working in a mail room. He was working in the mail room at AEP, and I was a stay at home mom as a teenager. So we have had quite the journey together. Clearly. <laughs> to now, he is an agile coach, he's a professional scrum trainer, he owns his own company. I'm a, I'm a shameless plug here Loop Agility. Just go for it. Yes, Loop Agility. He's a professional scrum trainer and consultant, um, agile consultant extraordinaire. Um, but yeah, I mean, we, he was a major part in me getting that self doubt out of my head and finally starting to 
remember how much potential I had in myself and starting to believe that again. And so now that I've kind of unlocked that, sky's the limit. Now know? he's like, oh, shit, what did I <laughs> Yeah, <know?"> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who, who is this empowered monster that I've created? <laughs> no, he, he is 110% supportive of... I remember when I met him, yeah. it was so funny that he... Because he just started his business... Hmm. right no he we actually just started the business in january right like it just started oh yeah 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 Yeah, just he just made the leap yeah so um i remember and i don't know if he'll ever remember this but i was having a conversation with him we did lunchbox agile lunchbox Mm -hmm. together and we used to shoot the shit on phone calls and sometimes we'd have happy hour or whatever (laughs) and he was telling me that you were you we're going to get some scrum master experience mm-hmm. and then we're going to Germany. <laughs> we're going to travel around Germany as scrum masters. So funny, funny story about that. We're, Is that going to happen? That's happening in July. No! Oh my God! That's so funny. So the month of July, the plan. Give me a, get, the, yes. Nice. <laughs> the plan. I'm, I'm dead serious, Darren. Like, this was a conversation. She's like, we're going to wait. We're going to, you know, get some more experience. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to make the leap. And da, 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 da. And I was like, really? Like, really? <laughs> and this was like probably a year and a half ago. Yeah. And I was like, really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Do you even speak German? Like, Not I lick. had, right? <laughs> like, those were the first questions that came out of my mouth. Like, do you know how to drive on the other side of the road? Like, nothing <laughs> to do with what mattered most. Just more of the mechanics yeah. of being in Germany. I was like, logistically, how are you going to survive? You know, that was how, what I went. Yeah. And he said that to me. And I've always remembered that. And here we are. So the plan right now is in the month of July, uh, because he works for himself now, um, the, the current contract that he is on kind of ends around the end of June. And so the plan that he has right now is to go to Europe for the entire month of July. Um, he already has some plans to kind of co-teach some of the this scrum isn't a vacation. courses. No. Well, it'll be a vacation for me. I was going to say. <laughs> here we go, girl. I'm just along for the Priorities ride. Priorities here. <laughs> Priorities. But yeah, he's going to co-teach some uh, scrum.org classes with some of his um, PST counterparts over across the pond. Oh. So um, I can't remember what all countries that he's going to. I'm going to join him for a week or two. Um, but I think his plan is to be over there for the whole month. So, yeah, it's exciting times in the Salmon's household. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Now but, yeah, he's the, he's the type that just kind of, you know, he sets a goal. And he may not be verbal about how he's getting there. But he knows in his head how he's getting there. It was, I mean, and then, bam, he's off to the races. Yeah, because we totally had the German conversation. And <laughs> I had nothing, nothing no remark about agile or do they do scrum or how do they function over there? I feel like they probably are a lot smarter than us people here in America. (laughs) But, and uh, first things out of my mouth were like, really? Like, do you even speak German? (laughs) And he was like, looking at me like, what? (laughs) I was like, you know, they drive on the other side of the road, right? They they speak English. They speak fluent English over there. Yeah. They're taught. From I used to have a German pen pal when I was in junior high, 
And um, she would write me in English. And um, because they actually learn English from the time they're little um, in conjunction with, you know, like how we go through and have English classes for our own language. They go through and and learn the English language while they're having their language classes for for German. Plus they're learning, you know, French and why there's so much Italian and oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the drive over there to get to another country is like us driving to another state. Right. So, you know, they kind of have to. (laughs) That's true. Well, why? Gosh, that's exciting news. Yeah, very. very. Well, when you go home tonight and you're laying in bed, you can be like, Jimmy, you will never believe what (laughs) Elizabeth brought up. I'm going to have to remind him of that conversation. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah it'll be a vacation for me it was a vacation for me last year um he he went over to london to take his uh psm2 train the trainer do you want a sister wife (laughs) just curious (laughs) just asking i don't i don't don't know that we that we'd be into that no 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 damn i could use a vacation he probably i mean if it it was some like 20 year old he'd probably be into it but i'm out But yeah, last year when he he went over to do his train the trainer uh, for his PSM2, which is one of the steps to becoming a PST, um, went over to London. And so we made a vacation out of that. We, you know, I think his class was on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We went to Dublin starting on Friday before. And so we had a few days in Dublin and then we flew over to London. And then while he was in class... I got to be Miss Sightseer, so oh. I got to see everything, Wow, which was really cool. So, yeah, he's he's wanting to go back. That may be a part of his trip in July mm. because I got to see a lot of things he didn't because he was in class. He was in class. Yep, yep. But, yeah, very exciting times. And, you know, it's, it's amazing um, how this journey has kind of progressed and the doors that are being opened now because um, – we have just kind of put our foot on the pedal and said, yep, we're going this way. And doors are busted open. It's amazing. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm going to take credit that it all came from Agile Lunchbox. Yeah. (laughs) It didn't. Well, now now he's started kind of carrying on that kind of Lunchbox torch into Agile Sashimi, which is a a monthly networking and learning event here in Columbus. And, um, yeah, really, really exciting stuff. The next one is Thursday. Thursday? Yeah, the 7th. Yeah. So That would be March 7th. That already happened. We're in April. Oh! <laughs> right? This won't get released until when? I, gotta always, I always have to remind everybody. <laughs> Sorry. What is April, like, uh, first? Uh, no, you're fine. Like, most people don't even think about it. Yeah. Because we're 10th? 15th? 15th. Just say tax day, Darren. <laughs> oh, damn, Darren, tax day. This is going to be released on tax day. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll provide a little bit of joy Entertainment. in people's lives while they're yes. sitting at the post office waiting So do mail. you know the April date? I don't. Not right off the top of my yeah. head. Okay. So, sorry. The last <laughs> two prepared. I wanted to go to, I can't, I've been pulled into teaching now. So mm. it's been, I won't even be... Let's see, where am I on Thursday? I Shoot, that's this Thursday, the 7th mm-hmm. of March, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Shoot, I don't even know. Yeah. God. 
too too much too many things going on but that's a good thing right it is it's a great thing yeah it is a great thing yeah so so um so yeah i'm really really excited to have you know kind of become a part of get with it this year yeah, I went to the um, the Called call for volunteers. Good and, time. Yes, that there was, was a good time. food and booze. That's all I you walked need. out of there, man. Angie just had me going like, yes, <laughs> this is it. I'm I'm all in on this, man. She's she going to take over the world. Whew. She's got a lot of energy. Very much so. Yeah, yeah a lot of people way say more I than do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> so when you put Angie and I together... <sighs> And then you have Dan Greenleaf. He's he's like the calm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Katie Detour is the secretary. She's very calm too. But you put Angie and I together, and we have text message conversations, like group messages, mm. and it's like one word text messaging. And it's before you know it, at the end of the day, there's 500 text messages, nice. and like Dan won't even acknowledge. Right, right. He's like, I'm done with you. His guys. phone is probably just. You know, going off constantly. And Angie and I are like, what do you think? <laughs> what are your thoughts? How about this? What if we, how about, oh, user error, you know. And we say all the time we share brain. Mm-hmm. We, her and I can complete each other's thoughts. Like, I'll be like, oh, I got to put on my Angie hat. And you, you both yeah. have a lot of energy. Yeah, but a- Angie's oh, like a powder keg, yeah, man. Oh, man. my she, gosh. Yeah, she's got way more than me. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, not not that she has way more than you. I think she you does. have a ton of well, energy. But I don't know. But yeah, she just comes in. She just has that thing that just makes you want to follow her. She does. Yeah, she it's does. incredible. Yeah, I wish I had that thing. I don't have that thing. It's it's like a charisma bone that I was not born with. <laughs> it's like the sales it's like the sales gene. Like right. I tried to be a salesperson in the bank for a while. That did not go very well. I'm I don't have that that kind of sales we thing. We just had this conversation the other day her and I about marketing. I can't do the marketing. I just don't have it in me. Yeah. I just I'm not that person. Darren and I were talking about social media and buffer. I use Buffer and I plan my social media out for a week because I don't have it in me to do it every day. Yeah. Like I just don't. I'm like, so I sit down for half an hour. So you schedule. I'm going to schedule my social media time here. Yeah. I just plan that shit out on Buffer and I just, that's a pitch for Buffer. And, um, (laughs) and it just automatically does it for me for the week because I can't do it. I just, I don't have... I just don't have it in me. Yeah. I'm too busy scheduling meetings. That's right. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> it's it's all those meetings we've got to schedule. Oh, my you God. Know? <laughs> just kidding. Scrum masters around the world are cursing my name right now. We do way more than just schedule we meetings. We do. Yeah. It's, do. it's almost impossible to... to qualify you know i i started it's funny because i started making a list i i would go day by day and just write down what did i do to add value today and i would get to the end of the day and there would be like 30 things on the list and they're just little things sometimes you know whether it's you know bringing donuts for the team or inserting one little comment or or one little probing question into a conversation that got people thinking differently you know it's things like that that you know I kind of try to take myself back out of meetings and instead of getting too into the weeds on the details because you and I share the fact that we were not Correct. we're not coders we don't have that background um, so I like to try to understand what my teams are doing but I try not to get too into the weeds yes um, so I have the the fortunate ability to be able to kind of stand back and 
kind of listen to a conversation and hear it kind of going off the rails a little bit or getting too far into the weeds and be like, hey, let's let's bring it back to, yeah, let's bring it back to what the purpose of this conversation was about. So you probably will um, agree with me on this. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe. No pressure. No pressure. (laughs) So um, my first um, experience in the techie world um, I was thrown to an infrastructure team <laughs> and I love them mm-hmm. and um, I miss them a lot. But I had to do the old write terms down and Google it to find out technically what they were talking about because you Absolutely. can't stop. Right. Like when their little brains are going and they're really like, <laughs> and you can't go, I'm sorry, what? What? You tell me what that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had to sit there. And write down words and then go back and Google mm-hmm. it. And then go back. And if I still didn't understand something and when things were quiet, then mm-hmm. I could be like, hey, Al, what does this really mean? Right, right. Give this to me in layman's terms. Yeah. So it, that's funny that you say that <laughs> because my very first day at Cardinal Health, like literally I had just got my badge, went to meet my boss. Uh, my boss met me and she said, you know, normally we would just have you on board, but we're in the middle of kind of a crisis situation. They were having a, a they called it crash the gate. Um, they were still at that time very Sounds waterfall. Like a Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Well, it kind of was. Um, they were they were still at that time very much in a waterfall um, way of working. And they had what was called gate three. And that was, you know, all, all the designs are in and, and okay, we're marching forth. They were way behind schedule on a project, like as a as a whole team. And so they were having to crash the gate. For a week, they were off-site at this conference center, and they had all hands on deck. Everybody who needed to be involved in this project was all in one room or on the phone. And my very first day was, hey, we need you to jump in and take notes. Take the meeting notes. And they're talking about all of these, you know, systems that I've never heard of because some of them are just cardinal systems. They were talking about all of these technologies that I'd never heard of. And I really just kind of had to just basically take everything down and then kind of go back when there was a little break and see if I could Google and if I got the name of what it was they were talking (laughs) about right because I didn't know I was going phonetically. Oh my god! But yeah, that that was my very first day, and you know, I wouldn't have had that any other way because that really just kind of immersed me, and I kind of had to be on it from yeah. the beginning. But yeah, it really it's it's funny you say that because I still there are things that that I hear now. Luckily, I'm I'm two years into to being a scrum master into software, and so there's a lot of terms that I'm I'm familiar with now that I wasn't before. But there's still plenty on a daily basis that I hear that I'm like. Okay, I'm going to jot that down, look that up later. And then I, I have just, I've given up being embarrassed. I think that is the, that is the oh, main yeah. thing is yeah. you've got to get that embarrassment out and just be able to say, you know what? I don't know what this is and right. I need to know what this is so I can help you guys. So please tell me what this is. We call it here at Xpeed. I need you to talk Elizabeth language. <laughs> and we had it today. It has a name. It has a name. Um, We had it today on one of our um, projects. I'm across multiple projects. And uh, I said, I just need you to talk Elizabeth language. Mm -hmm. And 
they were like, oh, uh, okay. Because mm-hmm. they knew what well, that, that meant. that might help them not mm-hmm. get so into the weeds, right. too. Because otherwise, you get... You get two developers together, they're going to go way down into yeah, just no. not even the English language anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, you need to talk yeah. Elizabeth language. Yeah. That's normally kindergarten <laughs> talk. Explain this to me like I'm five. Exactly. Yeah. Let's get the crayons out. I'll pull it. The Office is my favorite TV show of all time. And that's a, that's a Michael Scottism. <laughs> Explain this to me like, like I'm, I'm five. five. Yeah. I, yeah. I have no problem. Shameless You're... office plug there. <laughs> but see, that's true. Mm-hmm. I had to just be like, you know what? You're the expert. I'm not. I'm going to. I'm looking to you for you to tell me. Yep. And I have to be honest with you. I was very intimidated with the infrastructure team. Mm -hmm. But I learned and they learned that I wasn't there to tell them how to do their job. I was there to help them. And once that kind of was understood from a scrum master to developer, like I'm not there to tell you how to do your job. Right. I can't do your job. Right. I, by no means. We pay you good money to do your job. (laughs) So I need you to help me understand what your job is. Right. And then they feel more right like open and yeah and yeah willing to kind of accept you into their world mm-hmm. yeah and i think uh especially if you get into like a, a a development team that's been together for a long time sometimes it's really hard to crack in there as yeah. a new scrum master i had that experience at safe light there there was a team that i was a scrum master for that had been together for almost three years pretty much every member of that team had been together for three years and to come in as a new scrum master and to try to crack into that, you know, they have their own language right. and, you know, they're, they've normalized as a team and, you know, you got to kind of try to weave in there, but I, you're exactly right. I mean, once you kind of set that parameter that, Hey, I don't know what you know, help me help you almost right. like the Jerry Maguire thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. You know, my, my job is to, is to be in service to the team and, and our product owner and the organization to help us move forward. So if I ask questions, it's so that I can help us move forward as a team. It's yeah. so I can help clear some impediment for you or, you know, if we've got a dependency on another team, it's so I can, kind of be able to speak that language when I go talk to that other team and say, Hey, this is what we need so that you don't have to. So you can focus on what you do best. Right. So yeah, I think once, once they kind of got that, you know, it was, Oh, well, welcome into the fold. But yeah, it's, it's tough to kind of break in there a little bit at at the beginning. Um, Especially if you've got a team that's been together for a long time. It is. Yeah. I have the, the, the good and bad experience of, Breaking into a team that's been together for a long time, but also starting up a team that hasn't been together at all. <laughs> and it's very... That can be tough. Very, I, it, you know what? Give me the team that's been together for a long time. Because <laughs> starting up the team... Oh. It's tough. It, it is. That whole, stor- that whole forming and storming phase mm-hmm. is really tough. It's really tough. And especially if... You know, going back to what I said earlier about not having training, especially if people haven't had training in what you're trying to get them to do. Right. You kind of have to take that time to kind of give them a little bit of a, a primer course, if you will. Do you have t- people overseas? Uh, not. No, not, no. not, not okay. currently. No, I did have um, I was working with a team that didn't have people overseas, but had people dispersed throughout 
the United States. Okay. So we had people in Iowa. We had people mm-hmm. in Arizona, a couple in New Mexico. And so we kind of had some of those time zone issue things that we had to deal with. Um, not necessarily the language barrier, which is, is can be pretty tough to overcome sometimes. It can. Yeah. Um, my particular teams that I work with now are, are all co-located here. But we do, um, you know, talking about the scaling, we do have as part of our area product group, a couple of teams that are over in India. And so we have to always, we're trying to squeeze in, you know, um, area events early in the morning um, because there's there's different laws and constraints over in India about contractors. There's like a curfew and there's a, there's a hard stop time and you always have to be cognizant of, of stuff like really? that. Really? Yeah. I have a I, I just learned that. Wow, I'm going to have to ask them. I just learned that. And I don't, I don't think that's just a, the organization that I'm with now. I think that's, it, it's something to do with whether you're a, you're a contractor or a full-time employee. You have a hard stop time. Hmm. I'll have to find out. Yeah. I have an 8.30 call tomorrow with India. <laughs> that's when we usually have ours. Yeah. 8 or 8.30. 8.30. But, yeah. They don't go into later, though. Right. They, they work I think later. they work like 11.30 to 8.30 yeah, or they something work, like that, their yeah. time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, that's that's interesting. But, yeah, it's... That that can be a, a difficult thing if you have teams that aren't co-located, um, especially when it comes to some of the events, like um, retrospective, especially. So I had, I've had both. Yeah. Um, teams across the country, Canada, mm-hmm. the GUK, mm-hmm. and then um, India. And you're right. They don't participate as well. Right. With... Um, the the events the scrum events at all because like i wanted to have this is awful but i wanted to have we had um it's kind of a rough time and uh i wanted to have a dodgeball game and i just was like don't you just want to take a ball and just throw it at the person that's pissed you off the most these last two weeks get 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 just get that frustration out i mean i grew up with dodgeball and red rover and king of the mountain and red rover especially you'd clothesline people exactly coming through. oh and yeah. now you can't do any of that shit yeah, in kids schools. have to have helmets yeah, on yeah to exactly do that. yeah it no more king of the mountain Elbow pads yeah. so i was like i want to have a dodgeball game and i just i just they're like well you're not supposed to participate and i'm like oh i'm participating <laughs> i'm taking the scrum master and hat I off am. team member hat on exactly <laughs> <laughs> and it was hard because we had teams all over it. We couldn't do it. Right. But I wanted, that's what I, we, it was a rough. And I was like, wouldn't it be just great to just take a dodgeball and just <laughs> throw it so at So how somebody? do you do that virtual dodgeball? How do you, how do you, how do you get that ugh. frustration out? <clears throat> if, if you have, especially if you have a team that's kind of, it's hard to gel as a team when you're not right it there is, together. It is. It's so hard. So, you know, what we've, what we found is, you know, just kind of, using technology to our advantage, you know, using FaceTime mm-hmm. or using where we're lucky that we have like desk phones that have video so we can do see me conferences. All oh, the that's time. nice. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, how do you kind of get that frustration out when they can't be in the same room together? And you know, it's really funny as with my teams that I had, there was 30 plus 
on the team. Oh, my. And they were spread. So I had, like, you know, 12 here in Columbus, and then mm-hmm. they were spread across. And we would have a retro, and nobody would say anything because they didn't want to hurt anybody else's feelings. But then the retro would end, and I would spend an hour of my day because then it would be – I'd be getting pinged or yes. team. Can I talk to you? Can I'm you, having this I'm problem having with this so-and-so. Pro- exactly. Yeah. And I was like – we just had an hour. You could have said something. And they're like, yeah, but I don't want to hurt their feelings. It's hard to create that safe space when you're not all together. I mean, exactly. it's hard enough to create it when you're all together. Exactly. But then do it across. Right. Because you can't. And especially if you don't have video. Right. You don't. You don't have the benefit of those nonverbals. Yes. You know, you can't see the person crossing their arms or rolling their eyes or, right. you know, huffing. You know, they may mute <clears throat> the phone and, you know, mutter under their breath or right. whatever. You don't have the benefit of of being able it's to tough. see that. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that we had that issue, even with the team that wasn't co-located here, um, you know, there, there would be frustrations and I knew there were frustrations and I would literally just call it out. I'd say, you know what? I know that there are some issues going on. Let's talk about it because, and I use the, I use the analogy of it. It's almost like a wound. You know, if, if you get a, a, a cut on your arm, you know, you can either treat it right away, disinfect it, put a bandage on it. You'll be, yeah, it'll hurt for a little bit, but you'll be healed up in a week right. or two. Or you can let it go let and it let it get fester. infected, let it fester, let gangrene set in, and then Ooh, you got to cut the arm off. You just went right to amputation. <laughs> I did, yes. But yeah, I mean, I, it's, I literally put it in those terms for my team. It's like, hey, we either deal with this or it's going to continue to be an you issue. So let's just get it out. You have to. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's, you know, the, the biggest thing that I learned from having teams that were not co-located was that was really just, it, it made me have to put on my supersonic scrum master ears and really be listening for kind of the in between the lines mm-hmm. and kind of be paying attention to conversations that I would hear, you know, outside of meetings be like, you know what? I know there's issues here. I'm just going to call it out. I'm not going to wait for them to figure out that there's issues or to have the courage to say that there's issues. I just need to broach it and, and show them. Rip hey, that bandaid off. It, absolutely. And say, hey, you know what? Let's get it out now. And let's let's hash it out. However ugly it is, let's get it out now because it's going to be a lot uglier later if we let it go. That's true. But you bring donuts to those conversations. I do. Yes. And pizza. That works every time. <laughs> donuts especially. Like it puts everybody in like the a... the team with sugar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Makes the, uh, the environment a lot better. I used to uh, go to Buckeye Donuts. Yes. And. Yeah. Amy's. I, I go to Amy's on the west side. But, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> plus, that kind of gets around some of the... Um, <laughs> Because I'm sure we, I'm sure you've worked on teams where there's special dietary restrictions sometimes. So oh, you've got your vegetarians, oh, your vegans. I ignore your, it. I, I had a guy one time who was um, not keto or anything like that, but he literally was only eating meat, only like nothing else, just meat for every meal. And I'm like, okay, well, Did you I get the meat sweats. That's if gross. he did, he did. I don't know. He never, he never brought it up, but. But yeah, I mean, that one's hard to get around with donuts, but uh, 
the other ones, you can kind of get around some of those. Bacon on a donut. That's true. But yeah, then he wouldn't eat the donut. Well, I don't care. He'd just eat the bacon I'd just say, the I got yes. you meat with bacon on it. Buckeye I mean, Donuts has that maple glazed exactly. bacon long john. What, I included you. I got you bacon on your donut. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. I got an answer if for you, everything. If you just peel that bacon off, I don't yeah, care. Exactly. <laughs> Gluten free. Lick the frosting. I don't care. Dig your finger in and get the jelly out. I have taken care of it. It's fruit. There you it, go. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Done. Always. Nope. I think that's my number one thing as a scrum master is bring food. Especially if you're going to have a hard food. conversation. Yeah, you bring food. Or if you, if like my team called it out. Like I've only been their scrum master for two sprints. And they called it out in the last retro, we need more food. <laughs> like, okay. So the next Friday I brought in donuts. They're like, awesome. Can we make this an every Friday thing? I'm like, only if you're pitching in for it because that gets pretty expensive on a yeah, weekly basis. No kidding. <laughs> no kidding. But yes, food. Always have a snack table. Snacks are crucial. Yes. yes. And booze. Snack and booze. <laughs> we can't have booze, but... We got a whole kitchen. I know. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Here at Expand, we do not follow the, <laughs> the rules. And what's so funny is I'm going to give a shout out to Rao's wife here, Sita. She listens to all my sure. podcasts. And uh, she said to me today, oh, you're doing podcast taping. I said, I am. And she goes, there's beer in the refrigerator. I said, yeah, no, girl, thanks. <laughs> So she totally knows me. Well, I wondered because I listened. I listened to the the podcast of you and Terry um, Bencher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, from earlier in the year. She was drinking gin and yes, and I heard you say something about gin and orange juice or uh, something like that. She had blood orange. We had a blood orange mix in the refrigerator, and she took that and gin. Ooh. Yeah, she made a concoction in nice. the kitchen. Nice. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think she had two. Didn't she have two? I don't know. I can't remember. But she was, yeah. We have gin. And um, we have what we like to call to on on Fridays, bourbon Fridays. So at like 3 o'clock, um, the team kind of just gets either beer or um, we have some underaged people, some developers, so they get their soda. Um, but Rao, um, the CEO here, loves his bourbon. Nice. So we kind of just sit around as a team. Um, everybody mm-hmm. and um, drink and bullshit just about like, you know, like it's Friday. That's a great way to wind so, down the week. Yeah. And well, we're small still yeah. here. So, um, but um, this past Friday, they had bourbon and learning and they were like, are you coming? I was like, hell no. Bourbon go- and learning. Who goes to bourbon and learning? What were you learning about? I don't know. They were learning about <laughs> the chief marketing officer here. Love her, Beth. She um, printed off some article, and it was like a 23-page article. And the only were, way we're going to get through this is with bourbon. And they were they were going through it together, I guess. They were putting in their thoughts or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, they asked me, like, John was like, are you coming? I was like, no, I'm not coming. <laughs> Now, if we were just having bourbon and bullshitting, right? Sure, but learning bourbon and bullshit—that should be the calendar invite. Ex- right? Bourbon and bullshit, exactly. Yeah. But learning, especially at four o'clock on a Friday, not hap. This—that's not happening. Brain with this. off. Exactly. Does not happen. So, so. I actually. When I worked at Cardinal Health, we we had um, a wide open floor. We all had cubes, but they were low cubes, so we could see across to all the teams. And there was a team that sat in the row next to us, 
that would have something very similar. They would have a different drink every Friday afternoon, non-alcoholic. But oh. they would bring in like a like a non-alcoholic drink recipe and everybody would try it. And that was the their way to wind down from the week. And I've always kind of wanted to kind of foster something like that. But, you it's know, being, be being the scrum master, I, I want... I want it to come organically. Like I don't want to command and control and say, right. Hey, Friday afternoons, we're going to do this. But yeah, I, I think the only way to really get full participation might be the <laughs> with the alcohol. Yeah. I'm all for it. That's how we do it here. Nice. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. God love. Darren's giving me that. Did you see? Wrap, was that the wrap it up? Sign? Well, I'd like to keep it right around 45 minutes. Okay. Oh my, I'm at 50. What a I'm great doing conversation. Her. I know, right? So This just went by like that. I know, because we <laughs> have a good time, and we keep things light and yeah. fluffy. Yes. And I, I, I'm not very structured. It's like that fluffy icing exactly. on, the, on the donut. And there. then Darren tells me when I'm getting to my 45 minutes, because yeah. <laughs> that's about what people want to listen to. Yeah, yeah. So now I got to do my plugs. So we have Girl Con, mm-hmm. June 12th. I'm sure you're going to be there. Uh, I Yes, definitely. June 12th. It's all day. It's at the Fawcett Center on OSU's campus. Yeah. We've got a whole day planned. It's going to be going to be a great time. Um, since we are in April, May 2nd is WWWD. What, <laughs> women, women, wine, and web design. Ooh. I know. I just. Oh, I don't I have that creative bone to come women, up with names I, like that. Me neither. Know? I didn't come up with that. <laughs> Um, and that's at Rev One on May second in the evening. It's so much fun. If you just come out, you don't even have to do web design. Darren's over there. Hey, I'll like just, I'll Ugh. just come for the wine. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a great networking. There's like yeah. last year, I think we had 150 women. Mm-hmm. It was great. And then um, that's May second. June 12th is Girl Con. September 30th is. Um, the fourth annual Get With It conference. Can't wait. I cannot believe it's already the fourth one. Do we have a theme yet? We do. Oh, shoot. Um, new blueprint for leadership. New leadership for blueprint. Blueprint for new leadership. There it <laughs> this, is. Just I got jumble it. the words around, it. put them in some. I got it. Yeah. It's something. It's, that's what it is. Blueprint. I'll take that away. Blueprint, blueprint. for new leadership. Awesome. And um, exciting news. As um, our Cleveland just secured October 28th for their second annual conference. And it's going to be at, this is going to be phenomenal, the Great Lakes Science Center on the water in Cleveland. Yes. They really Oh, that'll be beautiful. Oh, my God. They worked so hard up there to get that. So um, we're super excited about that. So they're going to have their second annual and then... um, so that yes. is so awesome just yes. to kind of see the organization yeah. just kind of grow. It's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Pittsburgh absolutely. and Cincinnati. Watch out. Ooh. That's that's next. Exciting stuff. It, yep. Yeah. I'm thinking more Costa Rica so I can go in the sun. <laughs> but it's fine. I'm OK with. Hey, they, they, they need agilists down there, too. They, they need do. technologists. They, they need all of us down there, too. They do. You know? So I'm There's companies down there that need our skills. I know. I'm thinking get when it might open their organization down there. Yep, Darren. Okay, Darren's awesome for it. So. Awesome, yeah. So, yeah. all right. Well, thanks for coming on, Elizabeth. Thanks so much for having me. This was fantastic, absolutely. And um, we'll, you should come back again. We should just bullshit some more anytime. I I will come back anytime you welcome me. <laughs> You're always welcome. Doors open. All right. Thanks, Darren.
Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. We will see you next time and feel free to drop us a line at getwitit.org.